0: Welcome everyone to a special Friday edition of Conversation with Shelby Green. This is a bonus episode. I gotta close my door real quick. Hold on real quick, y'all. I'm back. This isn't gonna be one of my comedy openings where I say, well, shit the bed. I'm not gonna say swig of, of Coke Zero of my tumbler. I'm not gonna... Have a guest and have all this other BS going on. I'm recording this on a Wednesday morning at 10:47, almost the afternoon. My episode with West of, of for our Creed Three review film uh, drops drop today. I I haven't checked anybody, but if you have listened to it, I really do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Today, this is about the state of Louisville basketball. This is going to be something that I've been holding off for about six weeks now. I haven't talked much about Louisville, if you realize. If you listen to the show the last six weeks, I haven't spoke about them. Um, I've been doing my thing. Just hanging in there, man, you know, and just doing what I got to do. I've been a Louisville fan for over 20 years now. I've been a fan. I love them. Love watching them play. I wear gear all the time. Um, Go Cards has always been a hashtag on my Facebook account. I've always... You know, took days off work, used vacation days to watch and play. I've done everything. I bought tickets, I've got memorabilia, I got everything. I got everything here. And to this point, I know this year was rough. Four and twenty-eight. It's a hard pill to swallow. It sucks. I didn't think it'd be this bad. I also stayed some things at the beginning of the year. I thought what I saw in the offseason and what I saw <clears throat> with this team, how their size and length, I said they can win 20, 25 games and get hot at the right time. I was wrong about that. I had to deactivate my Twitter account about three or four months ago because it was just too much. I've got into it with people, I've had people get my telephone number and text me certain fans and call me and fucking say some really harsh shit to me. And I've responded back with, I have an address if you guys want to, you know, talk about this. Of course, none of them did that. I've been to Louisville since then maybe three or four times and I've hit those people back say, hey, I'm at the Yum! Center, come find me. Never respond back. Um, I've had issues with... The media down there. Uh, Andy Sweeney. Mark Ennis. Ty Spalding, Have said some really harsh things. To fans like me. Who have said before. That Kenny Payne is going to turn this program around. It's going to take time. Ethan Moore is another one of them. And they have called us bums. Losers. Everything else. And. The fact that. I have a, a journalist, quote-unquote, call me that. Journalist, excuse me, Pearl, Pearl. Make sure I get my uh, my, my uh, wordage right. Said those things about me. Um, I've had burner accounts hit me up, running their mouth towards me. Said, I always talk about how my dad raised me. They said, well, your dad doesn't know basketball if he's teaching you about this bullshit right here dad lived through the Denny, the Denny Crumb era He saw it all happen, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Pardon my language on that. I'm trying to keep my language steady. I'm just very annoyed at this point. I want to get this out with the fans of the media first before I start talking about K, uh, KP and the crew. The media down there has done nothing but run their mouth. They want Kenny Payne gone today immediately as I slam my hand on my table right here fire him fire him fire him just get rid of him restart again that's what we need don't we we need to restart everybody wants Munson from Arkansas well he's got two McDonald's All-Americans in his backcourt got one of the best front lines in the country and they got 13 losses or 19 and 12 excuse me 19 and 12 then you got you know everybody wants Nate Oates from Alabama and you see what's going on down there in Alabama right now yeah they're winning but at what cost those are the two names I keep hearing about that Louisville should have hired. People remain to forget what Louisville was in. Let's do the let's do the background. 2015, Rick Bettino and Louisville, the Louisville Cardinal crew are, are sanctioned by the, the NCAA over some things that happened in 2012 with recruiting violations. They had some strippers on camp, campus. Oh, well, they had some strippers. Strippers, prostitutes, whatever the hell they call them. I mean, the media said it was strippers, it was prostitutes, it was a whorehouse. It was actually a flight. It was flight attendants at one point. I mean, you hear all these fucking rumors about us, about about Louisville. And ESPN ran with it, and they ran with it. Boy, God damn, did they run with it. I'm getting fired up right now as I talk about it. Pardon my language. I don't mean to speak the Lord's name in vain, but Jesus, Lord, have mercy. Then I hear, you know, you hear about the rumors that Rick Paterno going to quit, he's going he's going to quit, he's going to give up. He's not going to return next year to coach. When it was there was bullshit by the media that spread it out. Um we got past that. They took the 2013 championship away from us. They took the 2012 final four away from us. They took those four four-year stretch of just dominant wins we had. And and they can say what they want to say, but it happened. I don't care what anybody says. Just because we had some issues on campus does not mean that those they went out there and made those guys, made Montrezl go out there and have a dunk, did not make Russ Smith hit a three-point shot, did make Peyton Siebel have an assist. No. Yes, is it bribing? Absolutely. I understand it. I get it. I understand that. But these other programs that snucker and stuck their heads up at us and stuck their noses up at us, excuse me, you really think you're clean? You think Coach K at Duke was clean? You think John Calper Kentucky's clean? You think Roy Williams, and I'm a big Roy Williams fan, at North Carolina was clean? Come on, man. I guarantee you Mark Few's got a few skeletons in his closet out there at Gonzaga, too. Everybody's done something. Everybody's turned their head at something. Now, we get past that the following year we have a good run we're a two seed in the NCAA tournament we get beat by Michigan in the second round we got a big recruiting class coming in obviously, and then the Adidas scandal happens with the FBI and Brian Bowen was offered hundred. well actually I'm sorry I take that back Brian Bowen's father was out there prostituting his son for money to see what programs would give him because Rick got him got a call on it from Kenny Johnson and we got Brian Bowen a scholarship he came to play at Louisville never played a day at Louisville or whatever The bribery thing happened. Plain and simple. Excuse me, let's take a drink. It happens. And plain and simple, Um, Rick Bettino was fired. And Tom Jerk was fired, the athletic director. We're fired because of this. And David Padgett became the interim head coach. And the whole thing started unraveling. Went to the NIT that year. Had a lot of talent on that team. It is what it is. The following year. The following year, we hired Chris Mack. The hottest coach in the country, they say. And I was a fan of this hire. I was. And that's how it goes. I'm a big fan of this hire. And I was. Excuse me. And I uh, supported Chris Mack. I thought he would be a good coach. I mean, he was from the Cincinnati area, which isn't too far from Louisville. I thought he could come and do things. Immediately, we saw things where this ain't Xavier is Louisville. I hear that from my dad's mouth. I mean, it was just like, I know, I know. Let's just see what happens. He had a hell of a recruiting class his first year at Louisville came in. And Mack did a hell of a job. I mean, the first year we got to the NCAA tournament, um, got beat in the first round. But we thought, progress. Then when the second year, we had – many times we were ranked number one team in the country for a little while. We got it going, had it going, was rocking and rolling, everything was going good. And then, you know, we had a 10-game winning streak and we had some injuries at the end of the year. We kind of got hurt. And then all of a sudden, COVID happened. The world shut down. And I don't care what anybody said, that was the year we needed to win. We had to win some games. And then the following year, we had the pandemic NCAA year where, the I mean, everything was just – and shields and you know you couldn't do this you couldn't do that I didn't even go to the yum that year and bull finished 13 and 7 that year didn't get in the tournament um had two covid pauses I mean it was just a mess that year was a mess and you know of course the following season we had Rick Chris Matt comes in and he changes his staff. He fires Luke Murray, which I don't think he should have done that. Luke Murray's doing a hell of a job at UConn right now. And he fired Dino. Can't say his re- last name right, but little fans know who I'm talking about. And Dino decides that he's going to store Chris Mack for recruiting violations. On practices and things. Mack gets suspended six games. First game of the season. First six games of the season. Louisville starts the year out 5-1 and one that year Mac comes back and then everything just shits to bed Everything literally To the point it's like wow What the hell Mac is fired midway through the season Mike Pegasus takes over Mike Pegasus does whatever he can We win. And finish the year with 13 wins We get bounced the second, second round of the ACC tournament We miss the tournament Back-to-back years. Now three years straight no NCAA tournament after this past this after this season ended yesterday. You turn around, you hire Kenny Payne, alumni, pretty good player at Louisville, four-year guy, NBA draft pick, hell of a recruiter, assistant for Kentucky all those years. Goes to the Knicks with his NBA ties. He gets the Louisville job. So the players and the alumni wanted Kenny Payne. They wanted him there because they knew what he can. He knows the program. He knows the culture. From day one, he was hired. This massive expectation that we're going to get this guy, we're going to get this guy, this we're going to get this guy. There was an article that I think Big Red Louie posted. I think it was them. I could be wrong, but they posted said we should holler our expectations because we did have the the pay AP um, whole uh, hearing thing of what we're going to happen with us there's a lot of rumors that Louisville's going to get the death penalty and I never knew that was going to happen because for one the media market that Louisville has you think the NCAA wants to kill us i say they are probably sanction just the living shit out of us but I don't think it would happen I mean everybody and their mother Jay Williams all these guys on ESPN thought they're going to get the death penalty they'll probably get a five year postseason ban they'll never be the same again blah 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 the NCAA did basically gave us a death penalty for five years because they dragged their ass with this thing they dragged their ass with this FBI investigation they going to go get an outside source to do this. I knew when Memphis got off the way they did, I said, Louisville ain't got a thing to worry about. And sure enough, we were cleared and everything. After our second exhibition game, Kenny Payne says, now the rebuild starts. Kenny Payne walked into a program that was in shambles at the point. It, and people would say what they want to say. I've had this argument with everybody. It, 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 the program was going in the shambles. Mac was not recruiting at a high level. He couldn't get guys to commit. I mean, he was losing guys. I mean, it was not working. And it wasn't Max' fault at that point, but I do believe that he kind of said, well, I'll recruit my style that I had at Xavier. You can't do that. And he tried to do that. And it cost him his job. He should never gave Dino, uh, Dino a fucking job. Bobby Pitford, a point guard for Kansas, who's playing really well right now, was originally committed to Louisville, decommitted when Dino got fired. Boy, we could use Bobby this year in the backcourt. I'll tell you that right now. God, you know all those guys that he brought in that have left now. Matt Cross, Dre Davis, Aiden Gavel, Quinn Szysinski. So many guys he that he had that are gone now. Uh, Noah Locke. All those guys are playing solid. I mean, Noah Locke's playing real for Province, but all the other guys are journeymen. Dre Davis is barely getting time at Seton Hall right now, or if he, if he is, I apologize. Last time I checked, he wasn't like. This whole narrative that these fans thought, well, we could have kept this guy, this guy, this guy could help. Really, you do realize that Kenny Payne walked into a team that was that lost the majority of its score, seventy percent of its scoring, and went and had thirteen wins. So how in the hell was he supposed to? do it? Now I do admit, everybody says we well, missed out on the portal, we missed out on this, he missed out on that. You do not in the NIL embrace. You do not. What happens when you give a kid an NIL deal? You give him a deal. He comes to Louisville for that. He plays on for that. And then the postseason, they, let's say, for example, we did get the death penalty. We did get a – we did get – we lost some – we weren't able to play some games. Or we weren't – whatever. You do that. That kid says, well, I got my NIL deal. I don't care about that. I got my money. So why would you bring a guy in for that? You look at what everything – and then the fact that Kenny Payne got on the job on March. He didn't even have a full year really to – he's not even – he's been out of college for almost three years now at this point. He's been out of the college game for about three years at this point. He's waiting, He's coaching with the Knicks. You don't think he knows what he's doing? He comes back halfway through the year and starts recruiting. And he was able. He got Curtis Williams. He got Caleb Glenn to, to stay committed. He got uh, Kamari Lance to stay. Sign his Larry uh, uh, attend. Like he was able to keep the like those three guys right there. He was able to keep, and he kept guys like Mike James. He kept guys like a you know like a Eli Ellis. He kept a lot of guys. That stayed. You know, it's like. You got, you got Bradley Hunt- Hatfield to come in. He got Devin Reed come in. You know, Fabio Basile. I mean, it was a guard I thought would help us, but obviously he got there late. He couldn't really help us at the time. I just have. I'm just fed up to the point where it's just like. Y'all put this. I put, and it's my fault too. I thought Kenny Payne would come in and immediately make an impact, like twenty wins, bam. And in spots this year, there have been some impacts. They have the last two months, or six two months, six weeks. They have gotten better. They're a lot better than they were from the Maui from the first eight games of the year, the first six games of the year. I mean, my God, man, you watch this night and day. You know, I would love to see them finish the year strong. I finish with like. 10 to 15 wins, and I know it's not acceptable well I'm not saying acceptable, but at this point, I was like, what the fuck you got to lose at this point? He got that, uh, you know, Emmanuel Alkafor to come in. Got him to come in, and he was a blessing to get a player of that. And he's shown signs of what he can do in the four games he played. Now, everybody says, why didn't he want to play? Why didn't he play? He didn't want to screw his eligibility. He could play four games a year and still be a freshman he has to join late in the year, the NCAA bylaw. He played three games, and he shut him down. I think he had a foot. he also had a foot injury, I believe. He shut him down. He has, Kenny Payne right now has about eight to nine guys that I really believe can come are coming back next year and are going to contribute. He has Curtis Williams and Caleb Glenn coming in and, and Conan, uh, Conan Davis, a JUCO guard. So right there is about there's about 11 guys. He's got some guys coming in to visit. You don't think Kenny Payne is going to hit that portal hard and get some guys that want to play here? You don't think he's down with no shack, sanctions, no nothing? I mean... Even with the, the shit overhead with the NCAA, Kenny Payne still was getting five-star recruits to come visit even late. Even if they had their mind made up, they still have in the background. Well, that is Louisville. Let me go visit and see what they have. If the if Kenny Payne had gotten that job, and two weeks later, the ruling that came out the way it did, Kenny Payne probably would have had landed somebody. I don't know if he would have landed DJ Wagner or Bradshaw, but I think maybe AJ Johnson from Texas would have committed. I really believe that. I also think that guys like, you know, he was recruiting that, God Almighty, that seven footer that ended up committing to NC State. People knew who I'm talking about. Everybody thought he was going to Lowell. It was a for sure shot. He was going to Lowell. We had him. And all of a sudden, he drops his top eight schools. NC State, he commits to NC State, and NC State was not even in his top eight. I mean, it just does not make sense. That you you guys you, this meeting, this fan base comes up with these logical, like, well, they should have fired him by Christmas. How is that gonna make sense? You're gonna fire a guy you just hired, you're gonna buy him out ten to eleven million dollars, then you're gonna turn around, you're gonna turn around and hire a new guy. What do you think that's gonna why would any coach come here? Now you're gonna get a mid-major guy at best who has no is gonna be way over his head with this. Kenny Payne deserves three to four years to try this, and I think next year, if he gets the guys in the portal like I think he's going to get, and gets there's that seven foot freshman he's got coming on campus later this week. If he can get him, he can get Churchill from the uh, that NBA Africa League that he likes, and he brings in a couple guards, and maybe Eli gets next year' ability with the guys I think come back. Man, we got a shot, guys. That could be the turnaround season. We might not make the tournament, but I think we'll see signs like they're going. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And everybody says, "Nah, he needs to be here and there." You know, like, you, all these guys that are on the media down there. All the guys I named off earlier, they, they sit there and run their mouth, and they think they know basketball. I saw these guys argue with Donovan fucking Mitchell, a guy who's who wore that uniform, that knows about this uniform, that knows about that city. Half of these guys that they're talking their ass. That are all, you know, I played pickup ball when I was sixth grade, and I was pretty good. I hit a shot once, so I think I know what I'm talking about when it comes to sports media. And these guys don't have a fucking idea what they're talking about. They don't have a fucking clue about anything. And I dare anybody, I dare anybody to come here and call my phone number and I'll have you on the show and we can talk about this. We can situate this and talk about this and I will still school your ass. One of my best friends in the world, Taylor Sturt, a massive IU fan. And I'm happy for him, by the way, because, man, he, (laughs) look, dude, his six years, he went through hell as an Indiana fan, the the rebuild with Crean and what happened with Sampson, that crew of guys, absolutely. And I'm happy for him. He's disgruntled as, as anybody I've ever met in my life, but he has every right to feel that way, and I respect his opinion on it. He texts me, he goes, These guys have got to get off his back. They got to let him do that. He needs three to four years, man. And the, he might, and Taylor even told me, it might happen quicker because of the portal. Josh Hurd is also another guy I want to talk about here because everybody's thinking, expecting Josh Hurd to make an announcement the next coming days that Kenny Payne will be fired. Kenny Payne ain't going nowhere, his staff ain't going nowhere. This whole thing that everybody's on Nolan Smith's ass, going after his family. Oh, let's talk about Nolan Smith. Everybody's mad at him. He showed up on a meet uh, on a day at a, a, a. He showed up on a local news station, Louisville, had Louisville stuff on, but had a pair of Nike Panda Dunks on, and of course the Kentucky, the Lexington media, they ran with it and reported story. And now you got Louisville media talking about, well, he should be. He should not be here. He's wearing Nike. There are fans in that building that go to the Yum Center, Cardinal Stadium, uh the baseball fields everywhere. They wear Louisville gear, but how many of y'all really are wearing Adidas shoes? Let's be honest about that. I don't I'm a Louisville fan, but I got more retros Jordans in my closet right now than I do have Adidas. Now I play basketball on Adidas cuz I like Adidas comfort on their feet my feet when I play when I play ball. But that's not what's wrong with that. He's not in if he was on a recruiting trail and stuff, okay. Come on, Noah, put some Adidas sh- shit on. Come on, I get it. But, dude, he's wearing a pair of Nike Panda Dunks. And they actually look pretty damn fly, by the way. Come on, man, stop. You see the guy everywhere, everywhere he goes, he's got Louisville shit on all the time. And he he may have slipped up and just put the shoes on, didn't think nothing of it. I don't see anybody making a big deal about it. It's these, freak, these fucking morons out here that make this big ordeal about this thing. Huge ordeal talking about... Well, we're Adidas school. You need to wear this and that. Like, fuck you. Why don't you come buy me some Adidas, then motherfucker, and I'll wear them. How about that? I got, I, I apologize. I have two pairs of Adidas. I have a pair of Yeezys, uh, th- a gray, uh, uh, gray 350s, and I got my Donovan Mitchells, my belt, the Bel Air Bel- Diamond Spiders. They're in my gym bag. Outside of that, I got more, Jer- I love retro Jordans. I grew up a Jordan head. Sorry. Actually, I take that back. I actually like uh, Iverson's Reeboks and Kevin Garnett's Adidas more than I like Jordan. But as I got older, I I love the classics. Excuse me as I take a drink of my Coke. Making a big deal about this. You know, people, Ethan Moore sitting there telling fucking Donovan Mitchell, well, he needs to do this and that. The fan, the alumni, and the players, and the coaches around the, the college basketball landscape are telling you, Kenny Payne is going to turn this around. Leonard Hamilton, John Perry, Larry Brown, um, Rick, I think it's Rick Stanberry, Western Kentucky, all these guys that have talked, and Jeff Capel, all these guys are talking about, um, and John Shire even said it, all these guys talking about goes, they're Louisville, it will be back. The media market, everybody's making a big deal. We dropped from one to eight. We're having a down year, guys. It dropped, We're still in the top ten in college basketball media. Like, stop. But I guarantee you one thing, if Kenny Payne turns, turns when he turns it around two years, like I think he's going to, and you guys start filling the yum center up, I'm gonna go to those games. I go to games anyway, I'm gonna go to the games, and I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna yell from the top of my lungs, where were y'all at when this bull y'all run your mouth? You wanted the man fired, y'all wanna fired, y'all wanna fucking fired, but he's still here. I will raise hell in the yum center. I'll go to Cardinal Stadium and I'll raise hell about it. And I'll go to the fucking baseball games and raise hell about it. And ain't nobody going to do a damn thing about it. The media down there, and this is what tipped the iceberg for me. Because I originally said, you know what, I'm just going to let it be. I'm not going to do this bonus episode. And then I saw what I saw last night. I saw what I saw last night. And I had no choice but to bring this up as I'm pulling this up. And by the way, about the Lamar Jackson thing, I'll talk about that next week on the show. I feel like discussing that. Two things. Actually, I'm gonna pull up Diamond Mitchell. Mitchell's uh, Twitter account because we need to talk about this, man. Because this is just this is just pathetic. As I'm I'm pulling up right now, I, I'm just. I am so fed up with this shit, man. I'm annoyed. I'm irritated. And the damn vacuum thing my girlfriend has in the house is going off right now. I really don't care right now. You can wait. I'll charge you later. There we go. And I don't have a Twitter account, so I'm Google searching this, by the way. Let me pull it up. Mark Blank, Blank, uh, Blankenbaker. A guy that I've always respected and I've always liked. He tweeted this last night at 7.53 p.m. This is on March 7. I'm recording this on March 8 this morning. I am not at all curious to see what can happen with the player acquisition. I've seen enough. I would not retain Kenny Payne. I could not have been more excited when KP was hired. I could not be more disappointed since June. Forwards is completely unacceptable. Louisville. That is true, but they forget the mess he was in. Donovan Mitchell. Quote tweeted this: One season, a lot of y'all are quick to write him off, and he's getting irritated. To, and it's getting irritated to see there is a reason players and their coaches have his back. Shaking my head, and on top of that, what? Top of that, dot dot dot. What would make a recruit want to come to our school when the fans are so quick to attack a coach after one bad season? What have I been saying since day fucking one about this? right there and people got mad at me when I tried to call them out the burner accounts and everything else on Twitter I said the same exact thing that Donovan's saying right there in those fucking tweets now I'm fucking fired up because that's bullshit because right there that's the problem and everybody says well Donovan and then got fans that are talking about well Donovan this and that blah, blah 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 that's Donovan fucking Mitchell Russ Smith will tell you the same thing. Peyton C will tell you the same thing. J.J. Tran will tell you the same thing. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not saying J. I'm sorry. Purvis Ellison, all these great alumni, Francisco, all these guys have his back. And you guys continue to do this. I don't know. I see a lot of white folks doing it. Let's go with a race car. Maybe if fucking Kenny Payne was white, you guys want to make a big fucking deal about this. Why? Because he's black? Racist motherfuckers, and I thought little fans are better than that. And who can so anybody gonna come at me crazy? I don't think so. Sweeney, Mark Innes, that guy I just named off. Ty Spalt. These guys have not fucking stopped since day one. He's gotten here. He missed out on this guy. He had him like the whole thing. Somebody brought about Moni Bates. He had a Moni Bates. He backed off a of Moni Bates for a reason. There's a reason why. I wasn't just like anybody else's. I think, man, we get a score with a ball hand, it'd be great. And that's that. I'm over this shit, man. I was wrong about Eli Ellis at the beginning of the year. I was tired of Eli turning the ball over. It wasn't his. It wasn't his fault. He was. He's a two guard. Had to play point. He did a hell of a job, man. And then people going after Eli. Excuse me, as I'm starting to belch. Today's society is ruined. It's just everything. Here's what happened. K- 35 KY Sports Facebook page. I follow this page. It's all it's all over the state of Kentucky. It, ke- it keeps me up with things like a high school ball down there, by the way, and everything else. When hashtag little basketball coach Kenny Payne lifted his stars, Eli Ellis passed the bench, walked the tunnel. He did return to congratulate BC players at the game. And basically, little fans went off saying, Eli doesn't want to be a good teammate, blah, 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 blah. Actually, Eli had tears in his eyes. He was frustrated. He walked the tunnel to cool down so he didn't go off on somebody. Eli responded on Twitter, Twitter Twitter, about fans' questions saying, you really think I would leave a game and not shake hands? Y'all, quotation little fans, are hilarious. That's bad. Why would a recruit come to this program if you keep doing that? If you little fans do not back off. Some little fans are calling for Josh Hurd's job when he turned around and high, but when he hired Jeff Brom, y'all were kissing his ass. Now you're calling for Josh Hurst's job. People are saying, I'm not going to go to the Yum Center then. Oh, yeah. No, you're not going to go to the Yum Center. You're not going to go. Okay, stay at home and watch the fucking game. You, don't want, you want to be this way? Fine. There are Crump fans. There are Patino fans. There are Mac fans. I'm a Louisville fan. I love them all. I'm not too warm on Chris Mack, but I, like I said before, I'll say it again. And I've gotten to it with people about this. He was my coach to support him. After, but after the last the last five games he coached there, I said I was ready for him to go. It was just time. I'm done arguing with people. I'm done wasting my time. I told a guy on a I told a, a fan Instagram page the other night. The guy was talking trash about J.J. Turner. said he doesn't rebound well if I say he's the best fucking rebounder on the team. Kenny Payne gets him two guards. He gets him a big that is mobile and can protect the rim. And there's another thing everybody's talking about. Everybody's talking about Sidney Curry. What happened to Sid? What happened to Sidney Curry? Sidney was improving so much. What happened to him? Tell you what happened with him. This summer, last summer, he went up. He went up back home to Fort Wayne. He didn't take care of himself. He got out of shape, and the pressure got to him. And what happened? He was out. Of, I knew the day I went to scrimmage. I say, "Oh my God, Curry's out of shape. That ain't good." The fact that we didn't have another big, I thought there would be. I thought from day one with their size, I said they ain't gonna get punked on the glass, and they got punked. These some like Kenny Payne said at the end of the year, "We're gonna fix this program soon, rather sooner than later. It's gonna happen." And plain and simple, we're gonna get the guys that we need. To get. You don't think Kenny Payne right now is on his way back? From the Carolinas on the way to Louisville, thinking about what who's gonna he wants back next year and who he wants to go and who he wants to bring in, the God knows now. People were stay before Jordan Cornell on ESPN, Seth Greenberg, those guys have been mad they will turn Louisville around. You know, Jeff Marble, Mounts Goodman has been on this fucking train about why would you bring him back another year? Look how horrible they are. Well, we all know you're Chris Max's Chris Max boy, and you didn't like the way he got treated at Louisville. Mac did it to himself. He should never hire Dino, and look what happened. You, tried, you were getting extorted you didn't get the university involved and that's what got you suspended. Oh, by the way, hashtag and I mean this from Bob Hart. This whole thing with the media and everything else, this win now mentality, I know the NIL thing is big, but people forget what was going on with us. We had to get past that. If Kenny, and I'll say this again, if Kenny Payne had gotten a job and the, the, the ruling had came down two weeks after I got hired, we would have got somebody by now. So we're going to have to let this off season. It's going to be a long offseason. Because no matter what Kenny Payne gets, no matter who he grabs, no matter who he grabs or what he gets, he's going to get criticized. For one, he had a four-win season. That's understandable. I get it. I'm with you on that. I don't like it either. I don't think he had much to work with, but whatever. So here's what I'm thinking. I named off the guys that come back. Hersey Miller is another guy I think can come back. He'll probably be a walk-on. They won't put him on scholarship so they can make room for a scholarship. Roosevelt Wheeler, Sidney Curry, and Jalen Williams will all three probably be gone. I think those three will be will be gone. I also believe that Eli Ellis may come back, depends on the draft. I think Eli's coming back. The, so you lose three guys, you're bringing two guys, you bring in, and you lock a scholarship off. That leaves you two or three scholarships, I believe. You bring the guys and you want. Louisville can be back. Like that, in a situation that can be competitive. I was talking to a he goes, It might be a four year takeoff. I said, Yeah, that ain't gonna happen four years. It's gonna have to, it will be two or three years. By next year, they'll start making noise. I expect them to get close to 20 wins next year, right on the break. Depends on who they bring in. Now, they might shop people and they might get the, the best two, three players on the portal that can win now with, and that might surprise me. But everybody talks shit about this guy, that guy. He, you have a good core of guys. You got Mike James, who I'm a fan of. Kamari Lanes, who's from Indianapolis. I think the guy can ball. I think he's starting to come to his own. Brandon Hatley-Huntfield, he, I like him. I think he needs a rebound bear, But, man, you look at that size and his potential, he is – I mean, you have to bring him back. You bring him back. Devin Rena 5 year the two freshman recruits brought in last year. Last year They will be back, too. That's five right there. Hersey is a walk-on. There's six. There's six guys right there. Okafor, the, the big man they got. There's seven. I mean, Eli Ellis is eight. JJ Trainer's another guy. There's nine. They have a good core of guys that need to be here, be back, that need to come back. And don't forget one thing about Hersey Miller's dad, Master P. He has a radio show in Louisville, too. You don't think he's back in the NIL? He's back in Coach Payne. You don't think he will have some persuasion as well? By the way, also, Kenny Payne's also had former Kentucky, uh, he's also had former NBA players come to practices and everything else to work out with the team. KP is going to turn this around And it's going to happen And it's going to happen So here's what's going to happen Before I shut this thing down On this bonus episode And I let it go Go cards Louisville first card forever Louisville Louisville first cards forever Louisville cards for life I'll be back in the Yum Center Hopefully for opening night I took a year I, I went to the Miami game this year And I had to get away Because I was so sick and tired Of the negativity so the media that runs their mouth, when KP turns around, are you guys going to be kissing his ass? And also, by the way, to the young man that had to ask KP those two questions last night about um, has Josh Hurt talked to you about your future with this job? Has Josh Hurt talked to you about your assistance changes? And I know that the kid didn't want to ask the question because he's scared shitless. He kept stuttering. Here's the thing. Why even ask that? You know damn well ain't nothing going to happen. So for the final time, Kenny Payne will be the head coach of the University of unless he resigns, resigns, which he is not. He is not running from this. He is not going to quit. You better hope KP don't quit because if he does, this program will never be back. It will be a DePaul, and I don't want that. And by the way, uh, Jerry Eves and Butch Beard, you guys wanted this more than anybody. You wanted Kenny Payne, and you've been very quiet. How about you do some support? And Jerry Eves is another... I want to talk about Jerry Eves for a minute. The guy went ahead and uh, he actually critiqued uh, Kenny on his coaching, he needs to do this and that. I'm sorry, didn't you? weren't you a head coach at a university and got fired because you had a losing record So what is your credentials? Just want to point that out there. But Griff still at the um, all the the 2013 team was at the um. They 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 have preached and begged the support for Kenny Payne. I'll be at Louisville live like I was last year, and I'll be there with my Louisville shit on. And I ain't gonna stop wearing my Louisville shit. I've worn my shit all year long. And I'm looking forward to the rebuild. I'm looking forward to this. I'm very excited. for the. Re- I'm ready. I'm glad that season's over with. I'm ready for a fresh start. I can't wait. And two, we always talk, like I always say. I always tell it like it is on this show. I say what I want to say, and I mean what I say. And if anybody hears this show and has a problem with it, you know how to get a hold of me. And I'll tell you how I feel about it. And if, you, if I don't like your opinion, I'll hang up on you and never speak to you again. That's how I am. Go Cards, everyone. Have a good day, and, and hopefully you enjoy this bonus episode because, boy, oh, boy, I had to get a law off my chest. Have a good one, y'all.